Hello and welcome to the first edition of 2022's Go Get Your Guy. And today we have fantasy royalty, international fantasy royalty, with me, the runner-up of the 2021 Warrior Bowl, with Sam Clark, the bronze medalist in the European Fantasy Football Contest, and Mike, who was probably in some playoffs somewhere in some of his leagues. Four playoffs out in the first round in all of them. <laughs> royalty. Uh, that is royalty. It's consistent, consistent royalty. <laughs> uh, congratulations to both of you. I was very impressed. I was rooting for both of you. Mike which is, uh, it felt really weird rooting for both of you, but I think it's because we've been chatting away about those two leagues all year, and like because you're not really against each other. And you're up against all these people who actually do this for basically like a living. It was fun watching you two almost make it all the way. And I know that Sam's upset that I said I was rooting for him because yeah, he wanted to. Said all that because I was about to say that in fantasy football royalty, you're the Prince Andrew, but then <laughs> you jumped in and said loads of really nice <laughs> stuff. I would like to just say that I do not touch any young NFL players. I'd just like to put that on record. Well, you are the head of an elementary school. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah, let's move on. Yeah, yeah. Um, so today we'll go through the playoff review of what happened in COVID Dynasty 2021 playoffs. The last time we spoke was just the playoff preview. Um, so we'll go through each of those different ties, including these two boys in their respective quarterfinals. Um, and then we're going to do a little bit of a season review. Our own MVPs of our team, any other MVPs outside of our teams, and then some of our disappointing members of our squads. So, yeah, let's kick on. First of all, we had, in the first round of the playoffs, we had Joe A versus Sam. So this is your divisional rivalry. Third time they faced each other this year. And pretty much an expected outcome, I think. Sam, do you want to talk us through it? Thoughts, feelings? Uh, I can't really remember it. Yeah, pretty annoying. Uh, once again, Russ and Mahomes just binned, as they have been doing quite a lot of the season, right up until the point where I was out. And then they um, actually quite good. Russ and Mahomes put up... Sorry, I'm not throwing you under the bus here in your limited research of the game. But Russ and Mahomes put up between them 50 points. Yeah, but still, just not... Not an amazing... For them, not incredible. Like, pretty good. But, yeah, all of my running backs... James Robinson fighting the good fight, but nice. he got injured during that game. Yeah. 0.4 points. Zach Moss, healthy scratch. Zero. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're looking at a little bit of a uh, worrying point, really, aren't we? And we have to make some moves now or just be in, like, just tank entirely. The thing is, with Mahomes and Wilson, Hopefully, especially if Wilson leaves the Seahawks next year, with those two, I might even have time to tank and come back and they'll still be playing. Thing is, with those two, it's going to be really difficult to get a low score. Yeah. If they're averaging 20-something points a game, they're two of the top 10 quarterbacks points per game, probably. Mm. You, you're going to struggle to get worse. <sighs> yeah. I think as long as I'm making playoffs, I think I was unlucky to lose against Joe. But, I mean, not unlucky, just because I haven't exactly been putting up winning scores. But I did say to you that if I'd have actually got through, there is like a, a decent chance. Well, I think I scored higher than the winners who I would have played each week subsequently. So it's just one of those things where when you get through to the playoffs, it's a little bit of luck, a little bit of how could you play yourself. So. Oh, well. 
I mean, we, we should say Joe made some really good moves that paid off in this one. Jimmy G had to come in because Hertz was on a bye, 24 points. James Connor, living the dream, 29 points. Even Josh Jacobs did fine. Yeah, maybe I should have paid that second for Jimmy G when I had the opportunity. You had every opportunity. Oh, well. You also played him at that point where Russell Wilson was having a bit of a temper tantrum at DK Metcalf and was just not giving him the ball. So everything was going to Tyler Lockett. And I know that like, whenever Lockett got points, Wilson got points. But, but to have those touchdowns go in yeah, yeah. that way and not to DK Metcalf is a bit of a pain for both of us, actually, with me having DK Metcalf. <laughs> so how was your playoffs, Mike? My playoffs was... So I'd... I'd obviously gone through a stint of like really awful, like really just terrible games. And then the final game week of the season, I put up like quite a nice like 1-5, I think it was like 1-5-9 or 1-5-4, 1-5-9. Um, yeah. And then went into the game with Dino. Dino had been on like a run of his scores, just getting progressively, every game week, his team was getting better and better. So I think I said to Dales before that game week, I was a bit like, I think it's going to be come down to the wire. Obviously, I left Rashad Penny on the bench, which was obviously a, a massive mistake. But I remember going to bed on the Sunday night and it was looking like it was close, but it was looking like it was swinging my way. And I woke up the next morning and Devontae Adams had 29.1 points and it brought him right back into it. And it came down to... Murray versus Stafford, and I was texting Dino throughout the game, like before the game. He was like, "No, no, I think Murray's got it because if you put Murray and Stafford up against each other, you'll probably you like nine times out of ten, you'll be like, I'm gonna take Murray over Stafford, probably ten times out of ten." And yeah, Murray just I just watched, I stayed up and watched it. I just watched Murray just annihilate himself and my playoff chances. Just it was so bad. I think he threw four interceptions that game. It was three or four, and as I just, I think when the the third two. one happened, it was two. Yeah. Did he did he fumble as well? Then he, there must have been no, something else in there. Just no, no touchdowns. No yardage. Yeah. No touchdowns. Yeah, I think it was on one of the interceptions that I just went. I'm going to bed, and I think I went to bed like halfway through the third quarter. Congratulated Dino, who was still saying, "No, it can still happen." I was like, "No, fuck off, mate. It's done." Um, <laughs> um, it was. I mean, I put up a good score, one five four, but yeah, it was just a disappointing end to what has been a disappointing second half of the season, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, but, yeah. yeah, there's a, there's an argument to be made. You might have played Penny over Chubba Hubbard. I um, I almost did, but I didn't. So but you didn't. It's what yeah. it is. Exactly. Um, yeah. Otherwise, yeah. you just got beaten by a really good score. Yeah, and that that but, happens sometimes. No complaints. And then, you know the thing you always do when you go out in the playoffs and you look at the next week and you see if your score beats the person that you would have been up against? Luckily, it didn't. So, I kind of, I'm fine. It's not like, oh, if I'd have won that game, I would have gone on to win it because my scores were better the next two weeks. They weren't. So, I was like, fine. Not your year. No. It is. But I think I'm in a decent position. I know I'm jumping again a bit. I think I'm in a decent... I've got quite a young team and people who are going to grow into roles so yeah I feel I've got no picks this year but I've positioned it like that anyway with the trades I've made so I'm quite happy with the team I've got maybe a few people could go we'll see what the off season brings yeah I agree you've got a young team they're all they're all in good spots for the most part a couple of people probably sell off for something better yeah. You've still got DeAndre Swift, who's going to be running back five next year. Well, the Lions are going to be a lot better team next year. They're not just, they're going to, they are, they've got good picks. They're, they're following a decent process. I, the Lions won't be as bad next year as they were this year. They won't be as bad, isn't the same as they're going to be a lot better. Okay, right. I take your point. Moving on, the semi finals were. The Joe Derby, the Eliminator Revenge game, 
and there was the the Dino versus uh, Dan. This week 15 might have been the most bonkers week in fantasy football history. It was absolutely unbelievable. And I put this down to how I managed to squeeze into the, the Warrior Bowl final 12. Everyone's good team did shit. Yes. It was and my my mediocre team in that competition, which was just it was actually quite it was quite deep, but had had a few injuries in the middle. Just just managed to to do just enough to get through. Who so so let's just name some big Alvin Kamara. Nothing. Yeah, if we're looking at uh, at the uh, at the Joe Darby first, you've got. Kamara, who oh no, he was in. Uh, he was playing for the Dan. I would say people like James Connor, who've been putting up double digits all year. He got just a very standard eight. Um, Mike Evans, one point nine. Yeah, it's very much just. If it was it was hold on, was that the game where Tampa Bay just got blown out of the water? I believe so. It was the nine nil, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was ridiculous. And then you've got people like the Duke himself going ballistic. And yeah, Sony Michelle, the return of and, and all these all these weird randos who Tyler Boyd putting numbers up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. You've got you've got a load of people who have been fine or you know, might be starters, might be on the fringe of starters who did well. And then you look at you look at Dan versus Dino. Dan was lucky to get through here. Brady did nothing. Kamara did nothing. Odell Beckham did nothing. Amari Cooper did nothing. Yeah, as it was unfolding, I was like, "Come on, come on, Dino!" Because Dino had like, I think most of Blades' players had played before Dino's, and I was like, "Oh, Dino's got a shot here. He's got a real." And then just all his players did the exact same thing that. Blades' his players did, and it was just really yeah. upsetting to like Julio Jones trusted his hamstring. Didn't play, yeah. Error. I mean, I mean, that's it. I think if he played Tyler Boyd over Julio Jones, I think I think he beat, yeah, he beats him with one yeah. player. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a tough loss, isn't it? And then you've got yeah. people like Braxton Berrios going off, Jeff Wilson. I mean, Deonta Foreman put up fourteen points for him. Deonta Foreman. Yeah, it's it's an absurd. Have his it Kelsey was, game forty one. Oh yeah, forty one. That helps. Forty one of his one hundred and twenty two points came from one player. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, that was a pretty insane game. But it meant we had number one versus number two in the final, and. Up until seeing those two stars in his stupid, not even a real pun name, you'd think he was still marginally the lesser of two evils. But who knows? It's tough to say. It was really close for a little bit, and then it just because it ended up being fifty points in it. But for a bit, for like a small period of time, it's like eh, it could go over. And then all of Blade's players were just like, "I'm just going to put up points." Yeah, put a point. AJ Brown finally stepped up to the plate for the first time this year. AJ Brown had it a colossal game. Yeah. Antonio Brown as well had a good game. Don't know what he's going to do there. He's got some holes to fill next year, I think. Yeah. He'll be knocking on Shep's door. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, Shep. <laughs> and then, yeah, it's just, I mean, Joe's team is, is good. It's not amazingly deep when you've got to play Mars Gaskin and, and Jordan Howard in a final. Mm. Neither of which hit the heights that, that you'd hope for. I don't know. It was still it was still an odd week. Well, yeah, there was a lot of COVID cases that week. Because I think um, Tyreek Hill was out um, for Joe. But then to counter that, Kelsey was out for Blades. So, and yeah, they both came back a... and played, yeah. So no, they... they didn't play oh, that no. week. Oh, they no. They didn't Chelsea play that didn't. week. Yeah, no. yeah. They were yeah. both out. Well, Kyle Pitts finally did something which was uh, which was helpful. Quietly gone, quietly made it over to 1,000 yards this year. 
Mm. Yeah, Kyle Pitts is good at football. Yeah. But you wouldn't think he'd made it to a thousand yards because I had him in a redraft league and every week I was a bit like, do something. <laughs> it was like 40 yards here, 40 yards there. And I was like, why are you not? No touchdowns, that's the problem, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, it was a bit, a bit of a frustrating year with Kyle Pitts, but he still got a thousand yards, so... Anyway, well done, Dan. You did well. You probably yeah. had the best, deepest team, to be fair. There was a dip at the right time when you'd already secured the number one spot. They came back and did enough in the playoffs. Yeah, I think this, the, the the Jags he has are just... He had he had the right Jags as well at the right time, like Braxton Berrios. <laughs> when he had him, he was doing really well. Boston Scott... <laughs> Deonta Foreman, they're all they're all just jags, and he had them, and that's fair play to him for getting them at the right time and having the foresight to get them before they went off. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. I hate him. <laughs> we go again next year. Yeah, yeah. Um, moving on, we had a, we had a loser bowl for the newly added twenty fifth pick of the draft. Um, which was between myself and Tom. And again, I I quite fancied my chances here, having scored two really good weeks in 14 and 15, having elevated my boy, Zach Wilson, Javonta Williams, and somebody else to my... uh, Oh, it was Nico Collins, who I should have played. um, It wouldn't have matter. Taxi squad. No, it wouldn't have mattered. Um, I thought I had a shot. It didn't really work out. Baker Mayfield is... I don't want to talk about it. And George Kittle <laughs> and Noah Fant didn't turn up. So yeah. Noah Fant, though, is a, a really frustrating tight end. He's just a tight end I just don't think you can trust. Even though he's a good tight end. Like, every time... So I had him in a... Been a league and every time I had to play him over Gronk I was a bit like oh done like this like you just he was just like he only felt good for like six or six to eight points a a game week I mean yeah he's I think that's more situation he's a good player he needs a good quarterback the problem is there's there's what three really good pass catchers and there's not a good pass thrower to support any of them. So you're going to get those 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 weeks. And then if you consider Albert O as well, who's quite good, Albert Okwebunum. Akuna Boomer. <laughs> Akuna Boomer. <laughs> That's I should know how, I should know his name because I've got I I traded for him on Madden. Because he's like the fastest tight end in the game. So I was like, I'm going to get myself some some of him. And they say his name every game week and I've learned it. And now I have to say it. I just have failed. Yeah. Yeah. There's a bit of homework for you on the next one. He deserves that respect. Albert O. Yeah. Um, I don't know. No fan. He's a, he's a weird one. Weird one. Good player. But what yeah, year of his contract is he in? He's just, that's his third year. So um, he's got another couple imagine you wouldn't, I, w- I wonder if they they probably won't but I wonder if they might not pay him after a rookie, his rookie deal no I lied that's his second year isn't it either way he's got one to two years and then potentially an extension yeah third year um, he's good and they don't have a lot of money to pay because then they have to uh, have to pay Tim Patrick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that little giggle is Sam still with us. He, uh, Tim Patrick. If you need seven points, Tim Patrick will get you ten. If you need fifteen points, Tim Patrick will get you ten. It's just <laughs> such a great player. <laughs> like he, he will absolutely do the medium amount of. Effort. I had him for a bit in Binner League and he carried me to some wins until he stopped and I went gone and then I think you picked him up Sam I think he ended yeah. up on your winning team sure did 
Congratulations for that, I feel we should say. Yeah, well done. No pairs my money, please. It's okay. coming. Now everyone's paid. It can now finally be sent to you to this evening. Uh, cool. So it's, it's Tim Patrick that's got uh, Sam Vertical for the next part of the, uh, the next segment. <laughs> um, I to want to sit up so quickly. Yeah, I know. So MVPs of your own team. One Sam. T Higgins. Uh, it's a pretty short list. It's either T Higgins or Mark Andrews, really, isn't it? Uh, God. I will say it's T Higgins because everyone counted him out with Jamar Chase there. And actually, I think he's demonstrated that he's probably going to be quite a big deal for the next few years, which is nice to see. So, so I'm glad I traded him. Traded him away for Cortland Sutton. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was a good one. <clears throat> it is what it is. You can't live on your past mistakes in Dynasty, oh, otherwise, he'll eat you up. Rogers trade grinds me up every time I think about it. Yeah. Yeah. That's what was it? Aaron Rodgers for Jared Goff and Jordan Howard. Yeah. Everyone makes mistakes Jordan in Howard, fantasy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's hard to know. Like, Oh, yeah, Jordan Howard's now back on his top. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone makes mistakes. If you made the right trade every time, just what, where's the fun in that? The fun is beating yourself up over shit trades. <clears throat> yeah, I guess it's... Well... I actually text Jeff about this because he was, he was texting... He texted me yesterday about wanting one of my players. And I was like, oh, I'll think about it. He texted me quite late. And I was like, last time you texted me when I was drunk, and it was like one in the morning, I gave you T Higgins. So I'm going to sleep on this one. And then he went, yeah, and he did a little sad face. He went, and then I threw him away. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I still think it's better to be active. Every trade, you take a chance. Yeah. You do more of them. Also, you're probably people are more willing up to... on the wrong side, the right side of it more than the wrong side. People are then more willing to come make trade to you as well because they've seen that you're 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 active. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I I'd have gone with Mark Andrews. He was incredible. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah, I can see that. I like yeah, he's like tight end one, isn't he? He was, yeah. Great. That's not gonna drop off next year, is it? Would you rather Mark Andrews or Carl Pitts? Mark Andrews. Carpets. Interesting. But go on, be the decider. I want Andrews. You know, you know what you're getting with him. Pitts is good. You don't know who's going to be thrown to him next year. Also, it could Mark be a, it could be the ghost of Matt Ryan, Lamar Jackson, Tyler Huntley, and bloody whoever the third guy was. Josh Johnson. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you are right. He is quarterback. Proof. That's it, thank it. you. Just yeah. A safety valve. The whole Can I change my answer? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, Mark Andrews, I've changed my mind. Yeah. Mac Jones been benched. Hey, like I said, I said to Dales before we started this, my actual first hot take of the year was that Jalen Hurts takes the Eagles all the way to the Super Bowl and then gets replaced and they're in the playoffs so could still happen three, the three Mac Jones one overshadowed it so you've <laughs> and he did get benched we'll, we'll come back to that at the end don't worry Mike it'll have its time um, go on Mike who's your MVP of your year it's I'm going to have to go Jamar Chase <laughs> like he broke rookie NFL passing yards, or receiving yards. He got 13 touchdowns on the year. Like, uh, yeah, I'm going to, I can't look past Jamar Chase. And I feel it kind of vindicates me taking, taking him in the rookie draft as well. And I'm happy, I'm still happy that I took him in the rookie draft instead of what I've been, I know they'll improve, but very mediocre. I feel that, Chase helped me get to the playoffs, and I don't think one of those quarterbacks would have helped me get to the playoffs. Probably right. Yeah, um, Chase is really good at football. He is. Yeah, yeah he, he is. 
And I think he finished wide receiver three on the year. He's done very well. Uh, Jamie had his monster game after we'd stopped playing. Yeah. So after week 16, he was wide receiver seven. On points per game, wide receiver nine. I mean, that's still that. really... If you're you offered that as his rookie year, you yeah, take it. 100%. Do you still think it was the right choice as your first round pick? Yes. Now that I've also stacked him with Joe Burrow as well, like that would it would take a colossal amount of stack capital. Doesn't mean that much in like a dynasty league like this. What was that? A stack doesn't mean that much in a dynasty. Uh, league like I this. think it like in a, in a QB QB six uh, QB scoring six points for a touchdown. If you've got if you're getting twelve points for them linking up for a touchdown. For every yeah, touchdown, or you're getting zero points because they're not scoring any. Well, like, yeah, there is that, but you, I, I, I'm a. I mean, stacks are always good. I'm a big fan of the stack. It's I more have, that he's tied to a really good quarterback. Yeah, for yeah. a long time, the two of those yeah. could go and, nuclear and like, for the next six years. A high-powered offense. Yeah, but that offense, they weren't expecting to get to the playoffs this year. They're ahead of schedule. They even the organization even came out and were like halfway through the year they were like we're ahead of where we wanted to thought we were going to be. So that team's just going to carry on. I really like Joe Burrow as well. Yeah, it just seems like uh, he just doesn't. I'm going to be really upset when eventually some story comes out about him because a story comes out about everyone. <laughs> Especially college QBs. <laughs> Do you think Mike made the right choice, Dales? How you I'm, I, I think he might have chosen the right player. I think the play was trading back to get more. I, I think did, I did try I think and do for that. Both three and five. If those were the two guys that you wanted, Chase and Najee, you could have traded back to six. I don't know, four, five, and six instead, and have still gotten them both. Five and seven, even maybe. Yeah, places. you're. You're. I mean, you're probably right. I did try and trade back. I wasn't sure what you were planning on doing because you came to me in the in the trades in the rookie draft with a a very low offer. I mean, everyone, you've always got to go in with a low offer first because why would you go in with a high offer? I didn't really do much to try and counter it, whereas I probably should have. But I think I wrote in my notes: look to trade back with pick three. And I tried to move back one spot, but um, Paul wasn't having it. And then obviously you came with an offer that didn't really entice me. And maybe I should have come back with a counter, but I didn't think that you were that bothered if you went to free. I I had a bit of wiggle room in the in the offer that I made. I think I would have gone a little bit harder. I was uh, I was desperate to get Justin Fields and you could have had it but equally I could have to your point I might have picked one of the other two yeah in the end I got Zach Wilson and he is Wilson (laughs) he's actually played all right the last few weeks yeah he's picking up isn't he I I don't yeah he'll be he'll be he'll be fine yeah I'm interested to see next year how Lawrence does without the absolute disaster class that is Urban Meyer. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see who they hire. If it's Bill O'Brien, then he might just have another really awful year. Anyway. Judge. judge. (laughs) Um, The MVP of my team. I don't really have any standout performers. (laughs) I (laughs) I have a lot of people who did okay. And more people who did not do okay. Um, I'd have to... CD Lamb's probably my best performer above expectation. He was a wide receiver 12. I like the kills on my team. I think he'll he'll, uh, he'll boy everyone up to uh, push a run next next year. Yeah. Actually, I was I was only a few points away from Tim Boyle being my MVP for just throwing that minus five in the game when I was 
trying so hard to get fewer points than Paul. I mean, it was it was outstanding. Felipe Frank's special mention as well. Where did you finish in the, the draft order? Was it second or third? Fourth. Fourth? Yeah. Oh, but you tried to bin so hard. I know. And it was Paul that overtook me in the last week. It was less than less than 10 points over the season, which is something like 0.01. Oh, maybe you can get season. a wide receiver at four, though, mate. <laughs> and get whatever I want. Um, Other than yeah. obviously three players. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you never know. And... Um, yeah, it was just not a an underwhelming season, but a bit of promise from Devonta Williams. Sometimes I'm good. I was devastated that Michael Gallup tore his ACL. That's going to really impact where he goes next year. He's a good player. I don't know. I've got some bounce back candidates. Is he just cut out for you as well? Yeah. Maybe we should get the rest of the podcast done quick. <laughs> Who's your MVP? Who's, who's your other MVP? Go. My back. Yeah, you're back. Oh, All right, you'll have to snip. Yeah, um, well, yeah. I was going to say that some of the fun in like in the way our league is designed is that there is like maneuvering yourself to tank is a lot more fun, and like it's not just oh, I just put out the worst team. Yeah. You have to get players off your team or be creative in how you hide points and stuff like that. Which I think you, like, picking up some of those, like, awful quarterbacks, I thought was a good way of trying to do it. It worked well. I got some picks for them as well, if I remember correctly. Uh, yeah, I think you, we'll, uh, we'll, 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 yeah, we'll gloss over that. Maybe that was my it. M- enjoy, MVP- that third, enjoy that third round pick. MVPJ Walker. Yeah. Um, all right, let's switch around. Mike, who's your who would be your other MVP? Not on one of our rosters, not on oh, oh I mean, Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> I know it's boring, but like, <laughs> was it 18 touchdowns and 1,700 or 1,800 yards? Like, there's yeah, he's really good at football, yeah. Should have had him instead of CH. Yeah, you should have. Why didn't you? Uh, I bought into the hype of Dynasty Reddit. That was my first mistake. I went on yeah. Dynasty Reddit and bought into it. I think the Jonathan Taylor CH thing has taught me, even though I knew it already, is to always go talent over situation. Because situations change. Yeah, I wanted, I, I was leaning towards Jonathan Taylor and then at the last minute I went, oh, and that is the last time I ever listened to Dynasty Reddit. Now I read it and I just laugh and then close it. They're idiots. <laughs> yeah, they are. They're all idiots. 100% yeah, you just, agree. You, did, you need to find your own echo chamber, Mike. No, <laughs> I'll try and join someone else's. Who's yeah, your Sam? Uh, Tom Brady. In terms of where Dan got him in the draft, in terms of how cheap he was, and what is he, QB1? QB2? Yeah, maybe three or four, I think. Yeah, maybe a bit lower, but he had game-winning weeks. Three. <laughs> Pitiful QB3 at yeah. 45 years old. Disgusting. That... I put it on the group, but that two-minute drive that he had, less than two minutes, where he had no timeouts and drove the entire length of the field, he didn't even look like he was rushing. He was just like, That's... go over there. It was incredible. That is classic Brady. He has done that his entire career. He is yeah, just the... That is incredible that he can do that at the yeah. age of 45 and just be like, yeah, I don't need to run. I can just sit back, throw this ball, and get it exactly where I need it to be every single time. It's just brilliant. Yeah. Uh, and just... yeah, for fantasy, it also works really well. I mean, yeah. I assume the debate is gone now and he is the greatest QB of all time. Right? Have... The thing is, but... I don't even hate him anymore. No, nor That's do I. That's the worst thing, isn't it? Yeah. He seems eminently likeable since he left the Patriots. Have you seen Mac Jones? is now like a Belichick clone. There's like clips of Mac Jones when he's coming out of college being like, hey, I'm so excited to play football. And now it's like, 
we had a really good game. (laughs) (laughs) Bill Belichick has taken him into like a Guantanamo chamber and beaten him until he he has no soul left. Absolutely brilliant. And not at all surprising. Not even a little bit surprising. Go on in, Dale's your additional MVP. So I thought two of these would be taken already, but you've only mentioned one. And it's Cooper Cup. Oh, yeah. A full three points per game ahead of the second wide receiver. Devontae Adams was number two, I assume. Uh, it was either Adams or Debo. It was points per game, Debo Samuel. How was it? Um, also, good shout for MVP. Yeah. Cup's yeah. unbelievable. He's. I I still don't understand how yeah, he's gone so good. I, I think it's I think it's his route running. The um one of the other podcasts I listen to established the run, which is brilliant. Um they call it the breakfast narrative. Because <laughs> Stafford and Cup are eating breakfast together every day. <laughs> They're building this chemistry that can't be done anywhere else. And you know, he's if you just said at the beginning of this year, who's going to be, who's going to do what Stefan Dixon did last year and just go absolutely nuclear week after week after week, you could have named 15 others, including like even Robert Woods, who's on his same team. Who, who was the guy who used to play for, it was the first year we did fantasy. The first year all three of us did fantasy together. He was on the Packers. He was like coming up to retirement. He was like Randall opposite Cobb. who? Randall Cobb. No, I was gonna say he was opposite Randall Cobb. Jordy Nelson. He reminds me of Jordy Nelson in that you look at him and you're like, you're not an American, you're you're not a wide receiver. You just how are you putting up insane amount of points? Like every time you look at Jordy Nelson, you're like, how are you doing this? Exceptional and I get route the, running, apparently. Yeah. And eating breakfast with your QB. <laughs> yeah. Um, Who knew that was all it took? Maybe if the three of us ate breakfast together, we could hmm. form a QB with a with two wide receivers. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure it's the breakfast element. Yeah, oh, you, you breakfast you, and you carry on with your personal training. It's all in the arms, mate. All in the guns. Yeah. The other the other special mention I had was Cordarel Patterson. He's the player everyone thought he was seven years ago. What annoys me, though, is that Blades got to play him as a wide receiver when Blades, that's the one area of Blades' team which is like was really weak, and he could just plug Patterson in as a wide receiver. Smart. Who, Anyone else could have picked him up. Who at my fantasy, my fantasy league thought that he was a wide receiver? Because he's been a wide receiver his whole career. But he's not anymore. What made, what made Arthur Smith think he was a running back? That's what you've got to ask. Why did no one else do it in the last seven years? Apart from yeah. he, he did do it for the Patriots one time. Because they're, they're not on the Falcons level. That's the problem. I yeah, wonder. If, rubbish. Uh, I wonder if that kind of player is now going to become more of the standard. Debo and Corderell have both done it. Mm-hmm. Like, why can't a wide receiver run out of the backfield? Yeah, it's a good point. Your wide receivers I mean, are often the best people with the ball. Why don't you try and give them the ball earlier? Yeah, yeah. Why don't you give them an opportunity to run with a with a bit of space? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of Debo's runs came on the outside, right? Yeah, there's a lot of jet sweeps. But yeah. also, he does. He has, every now and then, a, a run between the tackles. I guess the difference is he's doing it between... He's not doing it eight times a game, yeah. not running into that brick wall 20 times a game. Well, I mean, the game evolves so much. Like, I mean, in the seven years, seven years we've been doing this, running backs have changed significantly. Like, I remember when the first year we did it, it was all about the bell cow. And now the bell cows, other than like a couple of people like Derek Henry, bell cow's basically gone. Derek Henry isn't even a three down back. Yeah. But he's like, if you look at him, he'd be him and CMC are like your last two. They're, they're on the field, yeah, eighty percent of the All, time, yeah. And they're now constantly injured. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The game has 
and it's quite it's been quite fun watching the game change like that and actually the running backs was dotted around to if you're playing your cards right could come in and pick up points for you here and there. Yeah, that's true. It's all about a, playing waivers, right yeah. people, right time. Yeah. Yeah. Who was your biggest disappointment, Sam? On your team. They Patrick Mahomes did not deliver 101 value this year. Nowhere near. QB5. Yeah, maybe. I'm just over. How much of that came from that? those two massive games he had, though? I mean, he, he yeah. He had three, three, four games over 30, 30 points. Yeah. That's that little dip in the middle. He does get to play the Raiders twice every single year. Yes. He has, Worth he has their number. Even if he wasn't uh, good, he's good in there those. Were, there were lots of disappointments. Russell Wilson was a disappointment. Uh, I hope he leaves the Seahawks next year. What, so your boy Gino can step in? <laughs> yeah. There's a, a lot of talk that he's not leaving based on what he's currently said and current talk around it is that he's going to stay. I wonder if Russ, uh, Pete Carroll will go. That's what the talk is at the moment, but it's early days. I mean, we haven't had the annual Aaron Johnson. Aaron Johnson, Aaron Rodgers complete meltdown. <laughs> it's coming. Yeah. I think Aaron Rodgers could leave. Uh, in fact, I think he has to just for money. I don't think he's going anywhere. I think he stays there one more year and he retires. Mm, maybe. Uh, it's either him or Devontae Adams, so one of them's going. Yeah. Well, they can franchise tag Adams if they have to. Rogers is under contract. Yeah. Mm. I think if the Colts had a first round pick, they'd be going for him. Rogers. No. Adams. Yeah. Could do with a good receiver. Um, Mike, who was your biggest disappointment? Um, so I feel a bit mean doing this to him because he had an incredible start to the season. But it's, and he finished wide receiver 12 on the year, but DK Metcalf. And I was expecting Sam to say Russell Wilson was his disappointment. So we were going to just double team the Seahawks. Mm. But yeah, it's it's Metcalf. I think he ended up with like less than a thousand receiving yards, which out of your guy who you're like, this is my top wide receiver, isn't, isn't great. So yeah, probably DK Metcalf. It feels a bit easy saying uh, Hilaire, but he was also injured a lot, so it felt it feels a bit unfair saying it. It's Ch. So I'm going to go Metcalf. Fair. Yeah. Wide receiver twenty on the year. Or wow, twenty eight. Twenty eight on a points per game. That's yeah, not I mean, what you want from year. Top yeah, five I mean, dynasty wide receiver. He started off like really strong. It was like 14, then it was an eight, then it was 19, 14, 24. But then after the bye week, it was 4.1, 5.1, 1.8, 8.5, 6.3, out. And then on the last two games of the year, he got 11 and a 27. So yeah, it was a very, he's a, I mean, like, I'm not going to sell him on a, sell him low because he's a very, very talented wide receiver. But something wasn't right in Seattle after the bye week. Okay. A couple of questions for you then. Would you rather have DK Metcalf or T Higgins? Oh, that, that is a good one. I think, and I, despite selling T Higgins, I am a, I'm a big fan of T Higgins. I think based on my, is this in a vacuum or based on my team as well? Vacuum. I think I'd still take DK Metcalf. Metcalf or CD Lamb? Metcalf. Give me one more. I know what your last one's going to be. Metcalf or Deontay Johnson? Oh, I thought you were going to say Metcalf or Chase. (laughs) (laughs) You've got both. Why would I ask that? 
Um, just to see which one I'd favour. Um, I know that Deontay Johnson finished higher than him. Um, I still think I'd take DK Metcalf over Deontay Johnson. Is that what? Oh, okay, what would you have done with those three? With me? Yeah. I go Lamb, Metcalf, Higgins. Interesting. Johnson. Oh, as in that's how you're ranking them? Yeah. Sorry, I thought you were saying that you'd pick, you were like, if it was versus each one. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, oh, that's why I got confused when you said yeah. four players. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What about you, Sam? How would you rank those four? Uh, I don't think I have Lamb as high as you do. Uh, probably, I want to say Higgins first, but that's just because I'm overvaluing my own player. So I'm going to say Metcalf, Higgins, Lamb, Johnson. So I'd go Metcalf, CD Lamb, because I think, especially with Gallup going, then I'd say Higgins. Then I'd say Johnson. But I think yeah. Higgins and Metcalf are a lot close, are, are very close. <laughs> Not Higgins and Metcalf, Higgins and CD Lamb. Yeah. Yeah, very I think close. they're close. Sorry, Sam, I didn't mean to mute you there. I was trying to mute myself while I had a drink. <laughs> I clicked the wrong button. <laughs> I think um, you'd finish talking. But anyway. yeah. Seamless. Beautiful. Who was, oh, I guess it's on me then. My biggest disappointment is Terrace Marshall. Oh, yeah, I forgot he even played football. Yeah, haven't heard of him this year. Got a couple of catches early on, then disappeared into the ether. What did he you was get him? behind Brandon Zilstra at one point. Where did you get him? 2.02. Oh. So I had. Him, uh, Bateman, and Waddle in the same tier. So I was gonna, I was happy at 202 because I knew I was gonna get one of those three, depending on who Tom and Blades picked. If Bateman, then you were left with Marshall, weren't you? Yep. And Marshall was my most owned player throughout the uh, throughout the whole of my leagues. I had eight out of 11. And you're doing too many leagues. Well, it doesn't matter how many leagues you do. If you pick if you pick a player who's not scoring any points in most of them, then you're doing something wrong. I don't know. I don't know whether he's gonna bounce back. I might be able to get some value from him next year. How he might have a good quarterback next year. Robbie Anderson is a bit petulant in some cases. He's had a shocking year. He's, how, he's, there's there's no one in his way. How many yards did he get? Because they say, how many? 12, 15. Because they say that a, I mean, he's well short. They say that a good, the sign of a good wide receiver coming out of a rookie year is in the old 16-week format was 575 yards. That was like the benchmark. If a player got to that, they were probably going to continue a good trajectory. Cool. That's so the, his 138 yeah. was a bit short then. Yeah, pretty short. Toughy. It's toughy. But you didn't need him getting any points this year, but obviously it's not good in terms of a dynasty point of view where you're like, oh, shit, this pick might be a potential yeah, it's bust. A high, it's a high pick. And as I say, I was never in the case of picking Carter or an Elijah Moore ahead of him. I had them. I had him tears above, and I looked like I was wrong. So he's a, he's a bit on the periphery of my squad, given I've got five second round picks next year. Mm. Yeah, I'm trying to work out what the hell to do with my draft this year. How many picks have you got this year? One, two. I've got a first round pick, two second round picks, and then third, fourth, fifth. I think third and fourth. Well, if you need advice. Come to me. I've got nothing. I've got no skin in the game yet. <laughs> and as we've already discussed, expert at drafting. I mean, 
did I get someone who broke all who broke the rookie rec- who broke some rookie records? Yeah. Could have got him at six. Did my uh, running back have a fantastic year as well? Yeah. I know you don't like Harris. <laughs> so we, we won't get into that debate. Otherwise, it will derail the entire podcast. If Blades yeah. wins again, do we roll up the league and redraft? No. no. Good to know. I don't like these leagues that roll up and start again. This is it now. You're in forever. Right. Yeah. No, we will I'm... never redraft. <laughs> uh, glad I went QB heavy. Yeah. Me too. And you hate both your QBs. <laughs> Only this year. Next year, I'll like him again. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, great year. Good job, everyone. Yeah. yeah. A bit of housekeeping just to finish it off. So, Mike's already spoken about Jalen Hurts. So, that was his one freebie. Aaron Rodgers. Where do we think he finished? QB eight. He's QB two on points per game. Okay, and then the actual stat? QB4. Oh, wow. So, I was a bit wrong on that. What are you going to do? It was out there. It, it looked on. It looked on for half the season. So, I don't hate that. Yeah. I'd do it again. Um, and Kittle. it was better than George Kittle. Tight end three. <laughs> <laughs> he was he was well out for quite a long period. Points per game, tight end three. Wow. What did um, you say outside the top ten? I might have said twelve. I think he said ten. Okay. I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. And he scored a full forty-three points more than tight end eleven. So what you guys are saying is that my hot take, my original hot take, is still on. And my other hot take, which has been the running joke of the entire podcast, happened because if I recall, Mac Jones did get benched. They were winning. That's not the point. But he did get benched. So say that they'll bench him because he's just not very good. I think that was what was said. Not they'll bench him because he's exceptionally good. (laughs) All got benched. Uh, my original one was Jalen Hurts. The the one that has gotten me a lot of abuse in the league was, and rightly so, was Matt Jones. But then again, it turns out we were all so far off on all our hot takes. Turns out none of us are good at this. Yeah, yeah. No, and then I'm pretty sure the second week, I said that Aaron Rodgers is done, and we all nodded along, and he's finished his QB four. <laughs> So yeah, so maybe I just don't say much anymore. I believe it okay. was. Yeah, that's fair. I just can't help myself. Let's leave it there. Cool. Right, it'll probably be a bit of a podcast break until we get closer to the draft. That's until safe. next time. And go get your guy. Thanks, lads. Thanks.